going, my fellow revelers? Welcome back to the episode of the Festy Hub Podcast. My name is Manny, aka Frisky Hug, and for today's special guest, we have Alex. Alex is a photographer. That he shoots a lot of events. He shoots for a lot of DJs, um, and he's more than just EDM. He does also like a, a variety of kind of events. Um, he mostly shoots for Blaze Entertainment, which is one of the companies that uh, I also already had on the podcast. Um, they're also based out of Orlando. Uh, but yeah, that is gonna be our special guest for today. He's gonna, you know, kind of tell us how he got started. We're gonna talk about some of the equipment and stuff like that. And as for life updates, because I, I, I kind of love like adding some of the life updates and stuff. Um, so right now, um, you know, we're about to go to the Magic Music Festival. So I'm staying tonight with uh, Sam Wolf, um, and we got you know Cat Corey from the Festival Babes upstairs. So I'm helping her out with the fashion show for Magic Music Festival. Um, you know, I'm bringing, uh, my friend Jake. I also got like a bunch of other people that are coming in, people in the RVs. We're going to be camping in the influencer section. I mean, this whole weekend is going to be a vibe. So if you're listening to this podcast episode today, um, I mean, hopefully you're listening on the way, you know, to imagine, but if not, hopefully you're going next week to Lost Lands. I will also be at Lost Lands. Uh, going to be, there's going to be a meetup on both of those, uh, events, uh, probably both on Saturday and stuff. Um, I want to cut this short, this little intro short, uh, but I just wanted to, you know, kind of give you guys some heads up. Uh, but other than that, I hope you guys enjoy the podcast. All right, so I'd like to welcome Alex to the Festia podcast. Hello, welcome. <laughs> <laughs> um, so me and Alex got first introduced uh, when I kind of came into the Orlando area, from what I can recall. And, you know, um, I decided I was going to work with Ian Blaze with the whole Blaze Entertainment thing, be one of the promoters. And then I like I saw that you were like taking these pictures and stuff like that. That's kind of how like I remember us meeting and stuff like that. Um, and then like now, obviously, we've been to a lot more events together, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but for the viewers that don't know who you are, if you wouldn't mind just kind of giving a quick intro. Uh, yeah. Um, so I'm a photographer based out here in Atlanta, Florida. Um, but I think I've only, only been doing it for about four years. Um, I say about professionally, about two years. Um, but yeah, I basically do a bit of everything. So it goes from like lifestyle, sports, uh, mm -hmm. shows, portraits. So that's kind of how I brand all my work uh, because I like to have a variety of different kind of shoots. But I do work in more in the festival and like especially the EDM scene because um, it's a lot more money and it's a lot more fast paced things going on. Um, more clients that come through there. Um, and it's also like a lot more exciting when you get like a live show because it's all kind of candid based. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. What, what was like the deciding factor like in your life that you were like, oh, I think I just want to like shoot pictures? Yeah, it's really strange because I've never thought of it ever in my entire life to even like you know, buy a picture, become a photographer, mm. anything like that whatsoever. Um, but I did grow up having a huge aspiration for art. Um, but I was just trying out a lot of different things. I think when I was in high school, I tried acting because I mm. kind of want to do acting. I tried art class. I took art class every four years. But nothing really had like stick with me. It was just kind of like I was trying something new every single time. Yeah, just um, kind of figuring. Honestly, that's like, like, that's like life these days you keep you know figuring thing out. like you, you you try to figure out like in life like who you are what you like and there's no like better way of kind of like knowing who you are than trying something out and it's like you know it sucks because like uh i went to college for like one thing right and then all of a sudden like i want to do this now D like i did oral maxillofacial surgery in the operating room 
for seven years and then now i'm just like yeah i think i just want to like be a social media manager yeah. that's nothing to do with what i've literally been doing my whole life I mean, that's literally how it was for <laughs> me like as soon as after high school and i'm not not many people even know this but like i went to you know cosmetology school mm -hmm. went the whole year and that it got my cert certification but i never like worked hair ever yeah. after that it was just like <laughs> i partied most of that time and then like i got in relationships i didn't really do much of anything and then like when I moved back to Florida, I was like, okay, I'm going to go back to school. And then I got like a IT degree in associates. So that's like my day job now. Mm -hmm. But yeah, it was, it was strange. Like how, um, I was, I would say Orlando was like the biggest stop for me to like try things out at such a high speed yeah. because there's just so much going on here. And I was like, so excited to be like, Oh, I want to try this. I want to try mm -hmm. this. I want to try this. Um, yeah, and then like all of a sudden I was like, you know, I, I, I was excited to go to a lot of the shows because we didn't really have too many in other states, mm -hmm. like as much as here. And I was a big show goer. Um, so when I went there, it was like, um, I would always like record on my phone because I just wanted to show people what I was doing. And then I was like, you know, maybe I'll just buy a better quality camera. How much was your camera? At the time, I would say it was like 500. Yeah. But I mean, I... I took it as like a smart budget, you know, it wasn't like, you know, I, I, anything that I bought was, I researched hours on end on YouTube yeah. to make sure like, you know, is this what I want or is this what I need? And then it was like the most recommended camera and I got like a Canon ADD. Mm -hmm. um, I didn't buy any lenses or anything. Um, I was straight out of the box and I took a picture of my cat and I was just immediately blown away. Yeah. God, just how the difference was. That's how it was with my, uh, with my youtube videos so like i originally like i had you know usually usually you start with your phone right if you're if you're trying to try something out you do yeah. it with your phone um you can relate to that because yeah. <laughs> i think we talked in the car <laughs> and uh you know i did the same thing and then i had i bought myself a little like hundred dollar camera and then i was like okay like it looks like i'm probably going to be doing this for a while and i need to invest money into something uh so then i got myself a, a d5600 um like vlogging uh dslr and I is mean, that like a Nikon, isn't it? Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. Nikon. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I mean, great camera for, for like regular sit down vlogs, right? Great. But you know, I tried taking pictures on it, and it is extremely hard to take pictures on a camera that doesn't have like the right specifications to like actually take. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I mean, it came just like a super obsessive hobby. Like I didn't mm -hmm. think of it anything for professionalism or anything like that. I was just like, oh, like what else could I do? Right. So I was just like, I researched like other lenses of what they're able to do. And I'm like, oh, I really want to buy this lens. It's kind of right. cool. And then I'm like, I go to a show and I take a picture there. I'm like, this sucks. Why does this suck? It's like, oh, I don't have like a good enough low light lens. Don't have mm -hmm. like good enough camera. Then it was just like researching, researching, researching like hours on end. I'm like, this is like a super obsessive hobby now. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, it's really expensive too. <laughs> so yeah. It's like, well, also like, um, Okay, so then, you know, it's just so much goes into really kind of knowing cameras. I think it goes down to just the cameras itself. Um, I was trying to use my regular camera for my podcast. Um, little did I know that the battery runs out very quickly. Yeah. Uh, so if you try to use it for a podcast. So then I'm like, okay, how can I make this work longer? So you could actually get a dummy battery, yep. right, obviously. But the camera that I have shuts off after 10 minutes from overheating. 
So that's, that's the steps, you know, <laughs> every, like every thing I've done with photography was like, oh, I had to buy uh, a faster SD card mm -hmm. and not even many people even knew like how SD cards have different class speeds of like what they're used for. And then they got batteries of like good quality batteries. It's like every little bit is like yep. research based of like what you had to buy or like had a issue with. And then you had to research it. For for me, like the cameras, right? Um, you don't know. Some people don't know this, but like the the cameras um, have a shut off time regardless of what you set it for. Yeah. Like, so my camera is a ten minute shut off. I'm sorry, but for a three hour podcast episode, that's not gonna fly. So I've been using my GoPro eight. When I found out, apparently GoPros can be used as webcams. I've been using that as my webcam, my my podcasting. So my GoPro's been super helpful up until i can invest probably into a, a camera that can um i forgot what the name for the camera was but it can um it can keep shooting for up to like an hour of just yeah. continuous speed i think there's like another one that just does it unlimited most uh, of them do now uh like for the newer models they do last a lot longer um but also it also depends on like the quality that you want to shoot mm -hmm. so if you like shooting like 8k it's might limit to you versus like shooting the 4k or 1080 dude i was shooting 4k on my gopro and when i tell you in 10 minutes that thing overheated i was like yeah yeah i mean i have a dji mm -hmm. um like a gopro version of that they have like the action too um but that actually has probably the worst overheating issues right so it's like yeah within like eight minutes i'm already overheated i'm like oh my god this is terrible so i have to like quickly <laughs> shoot like it's a fun camera like it's really fun but it's like it's limited right know? and a lot of people complain about it so i mean just double check to make sure i'm like being pretty good that like i didn't record okay i said this part on that like, i was like i can't see that far <laughs> and i just don't want to continue without it like what could you imagine <laughs> like an hour i mean that shit's happened where it's like um okay we'll, we'll change the subject to it okay. um what else is there um Okay, so how old are you? I'm 29. And then question that. <laughs> <laughs> what does my license say? <laughs> it's. I mean, I'm like 27, 28, 29, are just like such hard ages to like until you hit 30. And yeah. Then you're like, and then, and then at what age did you decide that you were going to be doing photography? I well, it was like four years ago, so I don't know how old it was. Okay, so you like you weren't like old or anything like that because I was going to ask. I was like. Uh, you know, there's a lot of people that when they go to college, they go to school, or they try something new, right? Sometimes I feel like you, they think they have to stick to that because like they're like, oh, I'm just getting so old, like you know. And and I, I always think personally from my own experience that it's just never too late, or you're never too old to yeah. like try something new. Yeah, I don't. It's it's strange because it's like the stuff that I want to do, it's not like I stick with like, a, like an age group because it's so variety that mm -hmm. it's like, it's kind of in all ages for anything like, you know, weddings to like doing like corporate events. Um, and you see ages from like all ranges, you know, and it's like, yeah, you see a lot of young people. Um, but like, we're all here just being artists. Like there's not really like, you know, anything where it feels like there's like an age uh kind of thing where there's not even even age, age ego i would say um just because like we're all just focused on art you know? yeah that's true i mean unless you're i mean because it really depends on the person too so yeah. like um like i like there are times when like you know i get teased i guess for like being an influencer or like uh making tiktoks you know like 
but people don't understand that like there are a bunch of people my age doing this but like yeah. you got, you're just in a different for you page where all your for you pages are like 18 year olds you know yeah my for you page is literally all the artists that are making tiktoks mm -hmm. yeah you because know, that's the category that i fit in is people in the industry that's that's my for you page yeah industry people other influencers other content creators other artists and stuff like that you know that's my for you page so it's 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 always funny when like i see somebody like kind of like giving me a tease it's like like aren't you like a little old to be like making these tiktoks and this and i'm like i'm like you make tiktoks for fun i get paid for these yeah <laughs> there's a difference <laughs> yeah i mean luckily there's not really even anything for that as much i'd say maybe some of the events are be like uh maybe have that kind of thing mm -hmm. uh, just because like i like to shoot like events that are like are like you know younger generation primary based mm -hmm. but i mean they're still fun you know it's like i'm taking content i'm getting paid you know and they like to the content that's i mean that's what matters mm -hmm. you know? but it's not really like hang out with them kind of often you know there's a lot of people that i associate with are have that maturity level mm -hmm. or it's like you know business mind what made you move to orlando like family or that you decided to make this move on your own yeah it was kind of based off my own um i was living in panama city beforehand mm -hmm. and i was like well i'm in school but i kind of want to transfer so it's like so i decided like oh orlando sounds cool because mm -hmm. I, I had like a couple online friends um and one of them was based in orlando so it's like can i move in he was like, yeah. So I, I went over there, transferred my school over there. And yeah, I was just blown away when I moved out here. I was like, there's so much, so much content. Like it's there, There's a lot to do yeah. here, you know. Um, it's funny because like, so I came from Colorado just before here. And I kept flying over here. And I'm like, dude, the amount of money I'm, I'm spending flying over here and the, the jet lag. Because, I mean, we're talking like two different time zones. I'm like, I should just you know jokingly i was like i should just move here you know and then like uh it wasn't until eric my roommate he was like uh like i got a room man if you want to move in and stuff and i was like you know you, you know i didn't know what i was bargaining myself for right um yeah i lived all <laughs> over the states so it's like i just kind of wish i did photography earlier just for like you know especially colorado when mm -hmm. I, I lived out there too you know i just i would love would love to shoot more of the snow and the mountains out there i think it the landscape is something I really want to shoot for, especially with, I have a drone now. Mm -hmm. um, but out here, it's like not really my type of like land out here. So it's like very dry, very like orange and yellow versus like Colorado, more like the green, blue tones. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's like a different feel out there. Yeah. I definitely like living in Colorado. I was living there for, for three years, but I kept coming over here. So I was like, you know what? Maybe I need like a change of pace, a change of scenery. And um, the, there was like a lot of opportunities here. Not saying there isn't in Colorado. There was tons of opportunities for me out there as well. And I was, you know, I took advantage of every single opportunity that or uh, Colorado gave me, right? But I was like, I think in my field um, where you kind of um, you're more pressed for the community. At least, at least for me, yeah, like I need I need to keep it going so more people know me. More, you know, and I'm everywhere. Yeah. Um. So then, like, when I moved to Orlando, I was like, I knew one person here. You know what I mean? Yep. And then eventually I started branching out, started getting to know people. And I was like, I think the first two weeks that I lived here in Orlando, I was constantly going out, meeting people, meeting faces, you know, eventually like everyone started to get to know me. And then that's kind of like how I started. And I'm like, okay, like a lot of people here know me now. And I'm like, maybe I should move to New York. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I didn't even, 
I wasn't even never even outgoing person at all. Like I was super uh, social anxiety person. Mm-hmm. Like uh, I was terrified to even really, you know, talk to people or go outside. And yeah, it was pretty much when that camera situation, it also helped myself mm-hmm. in like several ways to like learn how to talk to people, um, forcing myself just to go out and, you know, shoot things. And then it's like, well, I got to communicate people. And then like I started learning about business. I mm-hmm. started to like, you know, how to be a group of friends and it's, it's wild what's uh what are some of like the experiences you've had taking pictures like name a few artists or name a few events mm. i think the first big one was probably like this country music festival mm-hmm. uh, at the hard rock cafe um that was kind of a, one of my first big experience uh, and someone like I guess my other friend that was photography he said he wanted to have me come to be an additional shooter for mm-hmm. like a radio company. It wasn't paid or anything. You know, I didn't really care at the time. It was more like, I just want this for my portfolio. Um, but it had like Brad Praisley and mm-hmm. uh, when I got from, um, uh, I can't remember that boy group. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was, a giant like festival like but it had like huge access anywhere like mm-hmm. the whole access patch to like the vip room and then like downstairs and like in the backstage and i was like shooting people but like i was so nervous yeah <laughs> like extremely nervous i was like i don't know if i should be here i don't know if it's like because <laughs> i'm for like shoot here like i don't know if i'm getting away versus now in my head i'm like i don't care i'm shooting this you know? dude i was, t- <laughs> I was like i was telling you uh in, in the car the other day i was like you know, my first time, like, you know, doing a couple of shoots, I was like, I was like, being careful, I don't like trip on the dude, the last thing you want to be is the guy who tripped over a cable, knocked down the CDJs or, <laughs> or spilled the drink on the CDJs. Shout out. <laughs> or some shit, you know, <laughs> I'm like, I'm not about to be that guy. And like, my, my biggest nerves is like, like being in the way or ruining an entire, can you imagine ruining an entire festival? <laughs> like, Yeah. Oh, I mean, that's why, like, we have photography as insurance that you know, yep, the cover for that. Yeah, for that reason. What's uh? So how much is like photography insurance? Uh, it's not expensive. I mean, you could pay like sixty bucks. It like can go like mm-hmm. fifty to hundred bucks a year. Like it's really not that much. Yeah, a lot of people like don't even realize that you need it. I because I had a friend. He uh, you know, I told him to apply for for media and cetera, et cetera, and then they like sent me an email back like you need to have insurance, and then he was like, "What are they talking about, Manny?" I'm like, "Yeah, um, I, I didn't that." <laughs> That's a very recent thing for me too, um, since now I'm getting in like the larger shows, but mm. like that's kind of more where they require them like Insomniac and Disco Donnie, they kind of require those. Um, like the bigger the festival is, it's yeah. like they, that's when we usually what they require. Um, but when I first got it, like I was just, just as confused. Like I didn't know what this meant. Like I don't know what to do with the insurance. I'm not gonna do anything with it or, but I didn't really know it's like required. Yeah. And I was like, I don't know how to fill this out. You know, that was like the first time when I had it. I was supposed to work at the Forbidden Kingdom. And then um, they sent me the form to fill out. But like, I ended up trying to fill it out myself. And then I sent it back to him. And then um, I said, here, it's it's all good. And um, then when we went to the event that day, he said, like, I filled it out wrong. So I'm mm-hmm. unable to shoot. So I'm like. Why didn't you just let me know beforehand? Because I don't know if I did it wrong or not. Yeah, right. <laughs> but now it's like, oh, I'll just call my insurance company and yeah. they'll do it for me. 
<laughs> I think, man, that's that's how like you're gonna know that like, you, you're doing good is when um you're filling out a photography camera insurance policy. <laughs> it's like, well, yeah, I mean, you gotta be you gotta be doing, some, doing something right. Uh, I mean, if, if bigger events are the requiring these insurances, then like, yeah, it's like but they don't teach you like any of this stuff. Like, it's all like handed down and like mm -hmm. everybody is expected to know you know what to do like even shooting at an event you know it's like no one really knows anything at the first time um especially when you have to go by yourself it's like well you got to learn it or if you already have a group of friends it's a lot a lot easier but like, mm -hmm. everything that i've done was like only solo based so I, I had to learn like everything from the ground up you know it's funny because there's like a lot of things that you don't know in this industry you know and i was i was just talking to katie with the blue hair a couple episodes ago and, you know, when she's talking about, you know, pyro and lasers and, you know, this is stuff that I was, I was being like mind blown by. And I was like, she's telling me how much everything costs. And I'm just like, this is insane. Like, you know, because like this, there's just so much things you don't know unless you're in the industry. And like for the average raver, they don't know any of this stuff. So it's like, you, you really kind of have to get experience yeah. to even know the things you're supposed to know. Yeah. I mean, that's how it is now when I work with a bunch of uh, different companies that I do work for, um, I start to learn about mm -hmm. what their industry is like, you know, yep. what they're requiring to business. And everything is a learning process for them. And then I'm also giving them my insights because they don't know anything much about the photography mm -hmm. industry of what my requirements are and like what's needed. And then like, yeah, it's, it's Every, everyone's very new with, yeah. uh, with things that they don't know. Right. Um, such as like, um, like I can only speak for my, sorry, I can only speak for myself where like, you know, I require like a contract, you know, yeah. stuff if you want to work with me as an influencer or me, me being the influencer for you or like, uh, I usually will request that you give me a contract, um, so that I know it's more of like, just like all our safeties so that I know what I'm required to post and there's no going like, Hey, did you not post this? And it's like, Hey, that wasn't part of the contract. Yeah. Sorry. You know, like, so I don't, I don't want to feel pressured because uh, what I do, at least for like my contracts is, um, I will put them on my calendar. That way I know what I'm recording on what day and when I'm uploading it. Right. So everything's on there. So I don't get stressed out that I'm yeah. like missing something on my, on my calendar. Um, so I require First of all, like a contract. Um, a lot of the times, like I have like set prices for festivals. When I, if you want me to like shoot, and importantly, if you're gonna be in the industry as somebody who's offering services, you need to know what your value is worth, and you need to be able to present those at like a moment's notice. You know, because you never know when somebody of uh, really importance is gonna come to you and be like, "What are your rates?" You know, via email, via phone call. You need to ha you need to just know your rates. I mean, it took me a while to get mine. Mm -hmm. I mean, I would say probably within maybe within six months to a year now that I kind of have a full mm -hmm. spreadsheet of my rates because, like, I honestly I didn't know. Like, I didn't know what my quality worth was. Like, mm -hmm. I didn't, I couldn't have a compare and contrast of like what is mine compared to somebody else's rate. Yeah. Like, what is the market that is like acceptable? Mm -hmm. But you know, as far as for me now, I feel like. I compared a lot to a lot of other people, but I, I feel like I'm a little bit above, you know, some people, um, as far as rates for, um, but I'm very much like willing to work for a lot of people. Um, you know, right. so many, but like, you know, not able to pay for all of it, or if it's like, I'm willing to do an extra hour, you know, I care about the big business, yeah, exactly. the experts, you know, how good, you know, 
is the person I'm working with? Are they like honest, trustworthy? Or, or like, for at least in my experience, is like when you work with somebody and let's say you want to do something for free for them, are they going to help you out or take care of you in a later date, right? Yeah. So it's like, like, exactly. Yep. Like, like there was somebody who asked me, um, she was like, oh, hey, how much, uh, l- like, let me pay you for et cetera work you're doing. And I said, honestly, don't even sweat it this time. I'm like, you're doing so much for me that this is like the least I could do. Yeah. You know, so you get to those situations where like helping out a friend or helping somebody in the in the business is beneficial for you because then you're showing them like, hey, you take care of me, I take care of you type yeah. of scenario versus like it's always monetary or, or it's always yeah. some kind of compensation, you know? I mean, at least from my growth is like, I really care about getting my work out there as much as possible. Mm. So there's a lot of things where like, you know, I can't do it based off of like um we haven't worked well enough for me to keep going or like my schedule is busy but no matter what i still keep the flow going Mm -hmm. i lost track no it's okay (laughs) it's at least for me um i don't know i personally don't like charging a lot of my friends for certain amount of work um especially if you're like we're, we're like pretty close friends and stuff like that um Oh, you should just be okay with like as long as we collab together and put that on like Instagram. Yeah. And then sometimes like I'll 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 do like exposure type things. Um, also like if um, if you're like a if you're just starting off, um, that one could also vary a little bit because if you're just starting off as a business, I'll uh, sometimes I'll charge you. Sometimes I won't. It just depends like how because you know, obviously you don't have like a budget starting off in your business. But at the same time, like if I think you're probably like trying to scam me and like scam other people, then I'm like, I'm going to charge you because like I don't really trust you. Uh, so it really depends on like, you really got to just feel out like any kind of like any kind of work you're going to do for exposure. And I know as a photographer, you get these a lot where it's like, oh, well, I'll just tag you. you know? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's really come down to portfolio base and it's also like, you know, how many people. Oh, true. So like, true. If it looks good on your portfolio, then, you know, yeah, if they're just starting out, like, you know, they're going to have to like probably work for free. You know, they got to get the portfolio up. I mean, mm-hmm. it's that way they can see what their value, because we don't even really know what the value is, but like, I mean, we could pay, um, you know, some people will get paid, you know, some like lower photographers will get mm-hmm. paid, like no matter what, because I have, I work with groups that are like, oh, we're going to pay them no matter what. Mm-hmm. Like, that, that's great, you know, um, but like, I know like a lot of photographers that like, they just want to get paid but they don't have like any photos. They don't really have anything. And then they also like the photos may not look that great or it's probably not in that right realm, but it's like all they care about is getting paid. Yeah. I get it. You want to make a business, but like, you know, I feel like you got to put it in a grind. You know, I feel like everybody has to put in some grind no matter what. Funny story was, um, so there was a like there's some people that i've worked with when i used to take pictures and stuff for djs and events there are people people that i worked with that to this day like it's been like four years and i, I still haven't yet to be paid <laughs> you know and i'm just like yeah. you know and then it's like there was one time though where i was working for a dj and my pictures came out booty like i didn't like them i uh i actually forgot my my flash at home you know so i was and, and then for some reason i don't know if i was like I think I was just so focused on the fact that I forgot my equipment that I didn't even remember that I had my own personal camera flash on there, which I guess would have turned out okay, but I, I don't think it would have. Um, but anyways, the pictures turned out really booty. I didn't like them. And I sent 
I sent him whatever I had for free and I returned the money because they did pay me and I just kind of returned the money. I was like, I can't yep. in good faith charge you yep. for such shitty yep. quality. That's that's how it is for me. Um, a lot of events, uh, you know, sometimes they won't go turn out too well. Like just I couldn't get any photos in here because I don't know, the lighting was just so bad mm-hmm. or like I've left something at home or maybe something broke like i don't know but like i always you know put in my faith you know Mm. be like hey you know you don't worry about charging me for this or like if anything cut it a half like no matter what i try to be honest about like Mm. my because whatever my value that i give you is like that is the worth that i want to put out so if i give you like less photos then Mm. don't pay me the full amount that i I gave you because that's it feels weird for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I, I, I'm like the same way though. It's like, and and I and I do the same thing for like the content that I do now. So now that I steered away from doing pictures because I only did pictures for for COVID. So during that year, you know, I was just trying to pick up a new task, learn a new skill. Obviously, we had the time, and but now it's like, um, if I do like a shittier video or or the video doesn't come out as good as I want it to, or the reel doesn't do as well, like I'll probably like return you partial. It's not sometimes like the full amount of money. I'm like, listen, this video did bad. It wasn't as funny as I thought. Like, here's your money back. Um, Cause there's like, like I think my last reel uh, was a collab and it has like uh, 200,000 views, right? So my video with somebody else that is paid for does like, you know, less than, I guess like 2000 views. And I, I don't even feel right accepting it. Cause like, I feel you pay for, now everyone's different because some people will be like, um, you paid for that chance, right? Yeah. Which I get. Yeah. But sometimes, sometimes I just feel really shitty because like I feel like I'm almost scamming you. Cause like if it didn't do well, then I feel like that's bad on me for for not because so, okay, as a content creator, you can rush things. You can rush like good quality, you know what I mean? You can rush something that's that you think is funny. Cause I do a lot of videos that I think are funny, and then like the next day I'm just like, why didn't I do that video? That video is dumb. Like, you know, you you do something that's not viral. You do, like, sounds that are just not catchy or that aren't going to do very well or, you know, not relatable. Yeah. I mean, what's good about, at least for our community out here, is, like, you know, once something like that happens, like, if uh, someone, you know, gave you a bad content and they still got wanted that full pay, everybody would hear about it. Oh, yeah. So it's, like, that's this person want to be worked again by another company. It's like very wishy-washy, you know, we still care about like the good ethics, at least for most, most like other photographers that I do know and videographers, we're all pretty honest about our work. You know, we all pretty like, you know, we'll put out work that is our value and most of it's like pretty consistent. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, I would, I would hate, you know, especially like as a photographer, it's like, yeah, this guy like pictures suck anyways. And, or you know, at least for me, my biggest my biggest issue is that I'm not fast at editing. I'm so slow. Mm-hmm. Um, I get so nitpicky, and it's, it's like I just don't like like something. My eyes don't see the picture right. I'm just like it's missing something, and I'm like I take so long on one picture, and I'm just like, why can't I just make a decision or do like an auto preset, you know? And just I don't yeah. know. I I don't know. That came natural for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I knew that was a common thing for a lot of photographers. It's like how quickly they get out their photos. Yep. Um, but like, I felt like Very I was the scale. only <laughs> unique one to like really do what I do. And that's like, I wanted to give people options for mm. photos, like for edits, because I, 
I like color. I like to make things just like look different in like every single photo. I'm like, this yeah. photo is great, like, but I can make like three or four versions of these. And yeah, that's like, probably the smarter thing to do, honestly. Create four versions of the same picture with different taste. Yep. You know, because I think what I was doing it as I was that's the that's the problem I was coming into is is I wanted to do a black and white picture. I'm like, whoa, this would look great in black and white. Mm -hmm. But then I was like the colors in it is just too amazing to be like making it you know so it's like exactly yeah i don't know why i just didn't do both <laughs> yeah it's you know and also i really focused and cared about like wanting to give you know any of my mm -hmm. clients the choice of picking their best photo out of all of them um you know it's our it already like bothers me to like oh i gotta pick out mm -hmm. my best so you know, I don't know if they're going to be your best, you know, if it's, you know, working for an event. Right. That's a, it's a little different for portraits for people because I can give them a whole list. Right. Uh, but for events, it's like strictly like I'm picking the best out of what I think, which is a nice freedom point. But um, I just wanted to get people like different kind of color edits and see what they liked. Mm. You know, I've seen people post like you know, almost all three of them. I've mm. seen people post like one person posed uh one you know, that's what that's something i do like post a different edit i'm like oh cool that's actually what i do like um okay so like for instagram obviously we're talking about algorithms and stuff right yeah. so if i'm going to post a picture but i really just want to post one picture it's not a bad idea to post the same picture with like three different styles because really all instagram is looking for to make sure that you have more you're using the full like honestly instagram does like if you use all full 10 pictures right that's what they want you to do obviously um, the, the rule of thumb is if Instagram is offering it lately, then Instagram is probably going to push it because they want their latest thing to succeed. Mm -hmm. So when they had added the 10 pictures, I think it was like, it used to be like just five, but then they added, made, made it 10. So if you were posting 10 pictures, Instagram was pushing your content up, Yeah, you know, and that, that that's, that's one of the things you want to have more pictures than not there. Right? The more pictures do, do usually better because they're also like the, the more people are like watching your stuff, the more actual like engagement you're getting yeah and instagram looks looks at all of that looks at how much time somebody's spending on your video or your pictures you know um how many times they're scrolling and you know so they look at all that stuff so obviously you're going to get more engagement because you're people had to scroll 10 times versus your one picture that they scrolled up for yeah as as i was saying before um how like a lot of other photographers and they take their time with a lot of mm. their photos like but for me, I was just so angsty to be like, get these out mm -hmm. immediately. Like, cause I just like butcher them all within like two or three hours and yeah. I get them all done within like the same day or maybe the next day even. I mean, it's um, like a really good like trait to have just getting, getting stuff out fast. Um, I mean, I think the only problem you're going to come up with that is when you start shooting for higher end DJs. Um, you know, because those people are going to be like, hey, I don't like the color correction on this, change it. And then they're going to keep sending it back to you. That's the only time I think that's ever going to like fail you. But like at a regular show with like medium type artists, they're not going to care. They're going to just love whatever you give them. Well, I mean, for higher artists, um, because I know a lot of them want that same day, I might not even just give them, you know, multiple edits. I kind of will just give them one edit and just have a scroll mm -hmm. through. And if they want something changed, I can change it pretty quick i mean a lot of them i kind of get it done like very fast um maybe within like five minutes mm -hmm. and get them on but because i made like 
over a hundred presets basically like it's been like two like three or four years straight mm -hmm. of just just presets even even just like color messing with yeah there's like i just made like a lot of different colors because i was just like this is so much fun like i like making i don't like sending out photos unedited that's the thing i was like yeah i was like oh it's unedited like let me see what i can do i can make this look so much different mm -hmm. you know um, but i can't do it for like every photo so yeah yeah that's true it's just it can get it can get pretty exhausting. Yeah. Um, well, at least for me, my eyes just start to hurt after a while. <laughs> I'm just like, dude. Yeah, I mean, I have to take breaks. You know, yep. of course, like sometimes I'll be sitting for hours and like, you know, because I work off my iPad and to my oh, computer, okay. so I go back and forth and be on my bed and I'll just like doodle for a bit, like hours in. So even for this whole past weekend, I'm like, mm. I'm not that excited because there's about three four days of unedited photos that I, that's a lot Shit. i have to go through I, that's like the worst part that i have to go through is selecting photos that's it mm -hmm. editing photos i have no issue but like going through like trying to each photo like just probably like two or three what's 000. the most amount of pictures that you had in one night i think about like two thousand or three Fuck. yeah <laughs> I mean, when I first started out, it was like around a thousand, mm -hmm. um, but it's because like I didn't know what I was doing. But I say for the most of those kind of photos are like, like if I'm shooting an entire show, mm -hmm. or if it's like a really big show, yeah. I want to get so much. Or if I'm working for like a big client, I want to get as much content as possible. So like, more photos would be better for that. But as most shows that I have worked at now but i would say probably like 500 600 mm -hmm. is generally what i shoot at a night uh, and then i can go ahead and select um it's like kind of strange now like it's all became such a habit of like if i feel like i got enough photos mm -hmm. you know i can kind of sense it through the whole night it's like okay i feel like i've gotten enough photos pretty like the entire show yeah you know, so that's my goal it's like i gotta make sure i got enough content that like exceeds a certain amount what got you uh just kind of change the subject a little bit um but what what got you to working with ian blaze for those of you that don't know ian blaze uh he was on the podcast i think it was like episode 10 or some shit or episode 12 uh, he was one of the earlier episodes i think right when i got here in orlando um ian was one of my like, first people when I was testing out like an in-person podcast, but uh, how did you get started with uh, hanging out with Ian and meeting him and working with him and stuff like that? So I, I work for another group called Tiny Waves mm -hmm. um, and they are Orlando based. Uh, they do like video game music, anime music, okay. um, but they do shows at the Geek Easy um, and they also do shows at like anime conventions, comic conventions. So I, I was working for them for a while um, and then we were doing a um, convention at uh it was like hall mat at hall mat um there was like an event at the end of december and i was shooting for that and ian just you know, happened to be there mm -hmm. with all of us like in the same hotel room um like I, I said hi to him but like it was not really like fully introduced. that was like the first time i saw him there yeah you know he we're all pretty fun we're having lit and then we went to uh an after party um that's when i kind of first talked to him um and then we're like oh bet let's you know let's try to do photo work and he's like okay and then he had me work at uh for lit lords mm -hmm. um at celine like 
three years ago, I think. Okay. Um, and we did that show. Look, worked great. Um, but we haven't really talked like probably for like six months. Or, oh, after that? Yeah, like we didn't really like do much. Um, and then like the COVID started coming yeah. in, and then like we couldn't really do anything. And then at the end of it, um, that's when we started like, okay, um, you see, it's part of my work, and I'm like, okay, well, I could do portraits plus everything else, and then we do a bunch of shows. Mm -hmm going back and forth um we kind of had a bit of a rough start i'd say just because like i didn't know anything about the edm scene or yeah business or any of that and he didn't know anything about photography so it was a lot of like back and forth but like no matter what we were like yeah. we didn't like screw each other over or anything like that we were still like you know working. that's never like the intention is just like you just don't know what you don't know yes yeah but no matter what it's like you know, if he ended up paying me, he'll mm -hmm. pay me, you know, and no matter if he didn't pay me, he accommodate me no matter what. Right. Which is where I was like, okay, I can still keep working. I can still keep doing my photos. Um, but I say within the last year, mm -hmm. that's when we really started working together okay. um, because he was hitting a lot of bigger shows. And then I was getting him more involved into my communities that I've also worked with. So I was kind of getting him to like work with branch out. Yeah. And then that's when we're just like, Oh, collab here, collab here, collab here. And then this like content went like through the roof from there. So like now we're just kind of doing stuff like almost every single weekend. Yeah. Ian's very good at like, uh, you know, accommodating you if you like help him out or yeah. figuring things out and like, you know, um, I think it was, uh, I think it was him that told me that, uh, He's like, oh yeah, like if you help me get like certain artists or whatever, he's like, like I'm gonna like help you out, et cetera, et cetera, you know. Yeah. Um, I think for me is like I just like I obviously have like a big net pool of like people that I know and like, you know, I just I don't know why it's just so easy. Once like I meet somebody, it's so easy for me to like be good friends with them, you yeah. know. But I have to like meet that person first, and then I kind of like vibe it out. And if, sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. But like most of the time, like. You know, I just know a lot of people. Well, he's also like um, one that really wanted to use my work versus mm -hmm. like anyone else that like had truly valued my work. Mm -hmm. um, you know, a couple of companies like even with Tiny Ways and stuff, they really do value my work. But like it's based off of like when they can hire me. Yeah. Or what they can use me for. Very situation. Yeah. Um, but other than that, Ian was like, yo, I can get you in here. You shoot for like a big artist, like for Shaq or um, I can't remember the name right now. <laughs> that one. Yeah, there's like there's a lot of other big artists now. I'm just like going through my head. Um, but yeah, it was like a very big opportunity, like no matter what, mm -hmm. it, like the scales were getting higher and higher. And it wasn't really like anything to do with money. It was strictly like. I feel like my work is getting bigger. Yeah. Um, the people that I'm I'm shooting and as well as meeting are getting bigger. Yeah, and they're I mean, not saying that not everybody's important, but like the the scale of that importance does go up a little more. Yeah. And then it's like you never know when the right opportunity is gonna ring, and then all yeah. of a sudden that person's like, "Hey, let's go do something together." Like, "Hey, like, um, can you fly it?" Like that. That that's what happened to me one time when I was like, uh. Not saying these guys are like big scale or whatever, but I just think like opportunities right happening at a certain time. So when I was hanging out with Drink Your Water during that Roblox show, Drink Your Water was like, "Hey, like, 
um, I'm going to be playing at Pensacola in a few days. If you want to come through, I'm like, well, I'm like, I don't have a ticket. He goes, I got you, bro. So my ass fucking drove where, however long it took me to get to Pensacola. Yeah. Um, that's, I'm trying to remember the artist. Hold on. <laughs> hey, well, I was like saying about the big drive. Um, let's see. Yeah, because I, I know, like, there's a lot of artists I shoot, and then mm -hmm. I'll just I'll forget who, because there's so many artists. And especially in, like, the EDM scene, like, I'm mm -hmm. not very much of a EDM listener as much. Like, I do listen, like, a lot of house, you know, a lot of dubstep, but, like, mm -hmm. no, I'm not, like, more than the average user. So, like, I don't know any of these artists. Like, they could be so big, and I'm like, okay, I'll shoot. Like, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> that could be beneficial sometimes, though, because uh, um, at least for me, um, being like in the industry and like, I, I can probably attest for a couple of the other DJs. It's like, we just want to be treated like a normal person anyways. Yeah. And it's like, you know, tell me any, and no like, matter what, it's, it's like, don't be shy. Say, come yeah. up to me and like, don't be like, you know, crazy and just, just be normal. Like, yeah. you know, ask me for a shot, ask me to, you know, pass the blunt around. Like, you know, like I'm a normal person. And so is like everybody else. Um, you know, and, and that in itself, it's its own skill. So sometimes like you could be saying that you may be a little blessed that you don't, you know. Yeah. I mean, there's some like intimidation factors. Mm -hmm. It's more of like, maybe I know the higher up these artists are, it's like, they're very more like have more security around them and it's like we kind of have to be a little bit more careful mm -hmm. so you can't just be like i'm going to go in this like vip section you know just because i'm a photographer they might have just limitations on that right and it's like you still have to like be somewhat careful versus like you still treat the person like the artist like the same as anyone mm -hmm. else like I, I introduce anybody the same way as i would no matter how big the artist is um, I'm excited. I'm like, cool. Yeah. I photos. I'm more excited if you like my photos. That's what I'm yeah. going to try to get. Um, I like it when the artists, and they'll introduce themselves and they tell you their, their real name. They won't tell you their superhero name. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the, the only downside, it's like I start to like recognize like some of the patterns of like, maybe they'll be interested in my photos. Like if they mm -hmm. just tell me like, oh yeah, send them to my Instagram. I'm so excited for these. I'm like, you're not going to read these on my Instagram. There's no way. <laughs> they Most of them, they don't. Yeah. Because, <laughs> like, a lot of them, you just have to send them to, like, their managers because that's how, like, you view it. But it's, like, okay. Okay. It's very rare that, like, when I was shooting pictures that they posted it on their Instagram. Yeah. It, I've had a few that were like that. But I'm, I think, uh, Rigi Imperos, I think. Mm. Yeah, Rigi Imperos and I think Lit Lords had posted theirs. Um, I was excited for that. I think it's that's like probably one of the biggest feelings I get is like when mm -hmm. an artist actually posts the photos of them. I, I get like super excited. I'm like that's a lot. Great. A lot of the times, the promoters will um, they'll use those pictures. Probably not for that weekend that just happened, but the uh, next time they bring those artists in, they'll go down into like their portfolios of yeah. pictures and they'll most be, of them do that. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a great like content piece, but like as far as like. I feel like it's it's okay. It's mm -hmm. not as big as like an artist posting theirs. I feel like for, for like promoters itself, it's like they need that content anyways. Yep. Um, They'll they make a reel so that when they come back to like the same venue again next year or maybe in a few months, right? Mm -hmm. They could use they could make a a small recap from the last time and upload it as a preview for this upcoming show. Yeah. You know, like, uh, and then, like, we just got back from the TK Lounge. I mean, that was packed, right? So, I mean, that content is going to be used again for another time whenever, you know, 
I think it was Drink Your Water's first time, but Zuba's, I think it was his second time. Hmm. I can't I'm remember. I'm not sure. Yeah, I, the first time that he was there, well, at least that I know that he was mm. there, that was the first time I've actually met him. And that was like over a year ago. That's actually probably one of the early stages when mm. that plays entertainment. That first started me working together, I think. That was maybe like my first or second show. Yeah. Um, he had hired me to go out there and it was Pataxia and I was still playing there. Um, I just took photos. I didn't introduce myself to them whatsoever because I was just the shy photographer yep. still at the time. <laughs> it's like, that's the thing about me when I took photos. It's like, I took photos and I went home and I sent them out. That was it. Mm. Like, I didn't really like have that social skills enough at the time i mean i know it's funny because like i think like i feel like i have a lot of practice talking to people and i obviously talk to a lot of people all the time but like even i like get shy and i have like i have like i have like social anxiety so like me meeting somebody for the first time i get a little weird in my head yeah. i'm like should i go say hi should i just be myself is myself annoying am i annoying like you know like <laughs> i feel like it's so much easier now with the, when i'm working i feel like everything is so much easier like since i done photography mm -hmm. it's like i can now just focus on my work i'm like hey i'm a photographer i'm gonna take some photos here like work mode has just been like a better experience than just me being there mm -hmm. without like a camera or just by myself i wouldn't have talking to you there's no way i have i don't know what to talk to you about <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's like how it is for me every show a lot of the shows i just went through just you know to view them like in the beginning and then now it's like oh i'm working yeah. so it's like work mode is like 100% there all the time now. Well, it also helps um, when you're with somebody that loves introducing like his team and stuff like that. Um, I've been getting a little bit better about doing that. Um, I used to never introduce any of my friends to any of the people that I know. I'd say like the whole bit the end blaze was like literally the best one to do that mm -hmm. for me. Like every single show, he was like hyping me up and yep. like introducing. Yeah, he's me to really every good at that. Person, I'm like, okay, okay, cool, yeah, cool. Yeah, Ian loves so introducing like people. Yeah, it was like you know? wild, like how like quickly that went up, and then like now at this point, or like a lot of shows that we go to, I'm like most of them are like my friends now. Yep, and it's like really cool to see everybody there now. You know, it's like really cool. It's like oh, I'll, I know this person here, this person here. I'm like I haven't seen you in a while. Yeah. Like it's it's really cool. I was hanging out with Sam Wolf. Um, he he came from McQueen's on Thursday, and you know he um we're talking. He goes, hey, let me introduce you to this bomb ass photographer. He was like, hey man, so and so. He's like, this guy takes the best pictures in town. Da da da. Right, and hyping him up for me. Yeah. So I'm like, oh shoot, let's get each other's Instagram this and this. He's like, oh Sam's just saying all that shit. He's like, I'm not that good. He's my he's my portfolio. I'm like, I'm not. You know, but it's like you need to have friends that are gonna hype you up, and you need friends that are gonna introduce you to people. Yeah. And like you know, I obviously brought my friend uh, Jake into the event, and I was like, I need to make sure I introduce him this and this. And then uh, my friend, who's the magician guy, he was there, and I'm like, hey, let me introduce you to some people. Like, if you like, did you bring your magic shit? And he goes, I would bring my magic shit. I'm like, all right, do this show for everybody, and like, you know, these moments could like make your entire weekend. You know? Yeah. I mean, a lot of the photographers that I was like, you know researching or had mm. like instagram like way back then we're just like a million followers plus and then their content was like god tier and i was in my head at the time i was thinking all these other photographers here are just like all their photos are like that like i'm not that good there's no way yeah like, it was like because i didn't know how good my work was like you, especially when you, be, when you start out like you have no idea you have exactly no idea you still figuring out your is. style and everything yeah i mean just like if you draw something and it's like how do you know what the value of that is like you really don't 
again as you compare it with someone else or if like everybody else says it on it so that's true yeah. what is the value of your work and i think that's one of the most important like lessons you could ever like learn my friend jake he ended up drawing me this like fluorescent dark mega charizard like portrait was like yay big right oh, yeah, and i took yeah. a picture of it i show everybody this portrait man because i think that the value of his work is god tier yeah i'm like i think th i think his, his work is literally some of the best work that i've ever like seen in person and so I'm like i'm always having him up i'm always looking at him like like this is fucking art man you know so i tell him like you know one of these days i'm gonna throw an event myself you know maybe ian wants to collab with an event who knows yeah <laughs> but we're like you know i want to i want to start throwing events myself you know um have my own people and all that kind of stuff and i i, I want to be able to provide sorry <laughs> i want to be able to provide uh like an opportunity for people i think my biggest asset is the ability to put people together i think i think that a lot of people meet people because of me and i think that like i can provide a lot of work for people and i was telling my friend jake i'm like if i ever host an event i'm gonna give you a free vendor booth and just sell your fucking art yeah you know i think the best thing i could do is is provide people the opportunity to showcase their work and in that essence show your show your worth yeah i think at this point i um the fact i work with like a lot of different people i start to gather information like oh i can really collab so many people mm -hmm. and i feel like it can work really well and that's like why i started having Ian Blaze start working yep. with all the other events because as far as our work, we're very similar on to our mm -hmm. art projects. You know, we're very similar to like, oh, we just want a nice, we want a successful event and it doesn't really matter like what kind of event it is. Right. It's like, as long as it's a good event, because we, we were talking like, oh, could we do a country music festival? Mm -hmm. You know, I don't really listen to country music festival, <laughs> but like, and neither does he. But if we knew people in that area, mm -hmm. we would throw it. I would take pictures. We're gonna have a great time, and that's like how it is with every any kind of event. So far, we did like a wrestling one. I'm like, mm. I was so excited for that one, you know. And now he's doing like the anime stuff with like my group here. So as far as it is like we're kind of going like. Well, that's what I love about you yeah. know his company in general is there's never a dull or boring moment because. You know, he covers all kinds of entertainment. It's yeah. not just EDM. So it's like, how how do you not have opportunity? Like, he always has opportunities. Mm -hmm. Like, every, every day is literally constant opportunities with him, you know? So I think that's just really cool because, like, you know, the the scene can be a little competitive, right? And especially, like, in certain towns and cities, it's like you're competing against a bunch of other, you know, rules, not a bunch of other promoters. So, like, to be able to just be like, oh, well, like, we're doing a whole different event then. Mm -hmm. So that's pretty badass. Um, what's like a good, like learning advice or just like something you would like to tell people if they're just starting off with like photography? I'd say don't worry about other people's work. Like don't take it in consideration of like, oh, my work is not good enough. You just take it in fact that you enjoy what you like taking. That's like all that matters. Yeah. As far as anything, I never really thought of like, Oh, my work is not good enough to be here or mm -hmm. like am i good enough as an artist because how i got in photography in the beginning was just because i really enjoyed taking a photo and mm -hmm. it just looked really cool like i liked it for myself and had nothing to do with anybody else 
like I didn't even have any other people looking at it. I was excited to show people. I was like, this is amazing. Right. I was like the only one that like felt like it was amazing. So that's what really matters. It's like if you like your work, that's what really matters. Yeah, I think like the comparison game could destroy you sometimes, you yeah. know, like at least for me, I try not to compare myself, but it is so hard to like yeah. not compare yourself when like when you feel like you've been stale uh, for like a long time and then you're like, well, let me see how my fellow peers are doing and they've like been rocketing all year and I'm just like, oh man, what have I, have I been doing this entire time? Yeah, I mean, I, I'm just happy for everyone that shoots up and mm -hmm. makes it. You know, I mean, if at this point, if any of my friends shoot up, you know, we, you know, I feel like we all know. Yeah. Uh, that's like kind of how I, hopefully my goal will be is yeah. like, you know, one of my friends goes up, I'm going to go up with them. Um, or if they just go up, I'm happy for them. Yeah. You know, that's, that's just kind of life. I mean, at this moment, it's just like if you, you know, I always thought like if I'm never going to make it right, so mm -hmm. I'm never going to become successful in photography as long as I'm happy about doing it, that's what matters. Like, it's like, you know, I don't want to focus mm -hmm. that like, oh, I'm never going to make it or, you know, they became successful. Why am I not successful? You know, so, because, you know, sometimes people are like, my work is so great. Mm -hmm. You're going to make it someday. I'm like, cool. You know, I, I hope I do. But I, like, you know, <laughs> for me, I'm just so impatient. And yeah. like my friends could always vouch for that. It's like, I have zero patience. I just want to like, you know, I want to be famous now. Like, you know, and it's like it's like uh, I always tell people like, why am I not, why am I not doing this, this, and this? And they're like, oh, in due time it'll come. Like, no, I want it now, man. I don't got because it goes back to the thing where I was saying like, like, do you feel like you're too old? Sometimes I feel like I'm a little too old. I'm trying to like, I'm trying to catch up to where I should be right at my age. Yeah, yeah I mean, you would have more of the grind set mm. than most other people have, which is a really good, valuable asset for like even someone like me would recognize I'm like, oh, you work really hard. Like, I want to work with you. you know, right. I feel like you bring some great value. So it's like, no matter what, even if you're not making it, like you make it seem like you are, mm. which is really nice. We're going to wrap this up real quick. Um, where can people find you? Um, we don't want to drop off any handles. Um, yeah, my IG is no love for Alex or um, a L X L A photography, which is like my first and last name as okay. initials. Um, but I have a website. Um, you can see my photos for Blazer Entertainment or Tiny Waves or a lot of the other events I do work for. Um, but yeah. And if somebody wanted to book you, they could go through your DMs or do you have an email? They can book me anywhere. Like anywhere? They can book my email, Instagram. Like it doesn't really matter. Or a friend, you know, they could. They know that person. They have contact. Yeah. <laughs> I'm really easy to, to contact and book with. All right. Um, this will all be down in the description down below. So if anybody want to like just look up your stuff, all of that will be down below. Um, and then this episode is going to be available on video version on YouTube. Um, it doesn't seem to be working on my Spotify just yet. I don't know why. Um, but, I mean, this is also available on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Music, or Apple Podcast, um, Amazon podcast i just put that one on there um but i also have like everything on my link tree which is also in my bio and then like i say at every episode i will catch y'all at the next one